This is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Woo! He now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. Woo! James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. Chill. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. Wow. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuperSports.com. BWB, what's up? Welcome to the May 24th edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just uh, back to my usual steez. Just you know, bringing it live via satellite. You know, uh, we now live in a world where Jinder Mahal is the WWE champion. James, uh, how do you feel about this? I know you haven't seen it, seen much of what's going on, but when I just tell you this, you know, Jinder Mahal, uh, career job guy, world yeah. champion in six yeah. weeks. I'm, yeah, pretty much. Hey, man. You know, man ascended to the top. You know, the, like, the, you know, the game came to him. Who was he to say no? Look, if Rich, will you will you say you wouldn't want to be champion if, they, if WWE called you and be like, hey, we want you to come out here and, and hold the belt? <laughs> will, you, will you say no? Yeah, look, man, I, I'm actually getting in shape right now just for that. You know, I'm working on a uh, title run. You know, I, I plan on being the man to defeat Jinder Mahal and restore order in the, in the wrestling world. Nah, bro, you can't be having that because that means that, that means he had a belt for like how, like a year or two or three. Yeah, you for know, you to, like because you know you got after, after. Hey, man, you I'm, no, nah, man, I'm, gotta, I'm going straight to the top. But then here's the thing: like once you get your body right, that means you got to go to the performance center. And then, like, you ain't have no indie cred, so no, I don't. you probably can't work a lick. Look, so, no, I don't. You have to teach you how to work. And then, that, when you do that, you have to NXT. And then, you have to learn how to work towards a hard camera. So, that That's takes right. like, another year or two. Remember how Nakamura and Finn Balor, sometimes, yeah. even if you're the best, one of the best wrestlers in the world, it, you just learn how to work towards a camera. It takes you two years. So, <laughs> it, it might, you know, for you to actually get to, to this point, like, you might be talking about WrestleMania 37. By the time you take down Jinder oh Mahal. So, we can't really be doing this, bro. That's too long. Like, Jinder can't hold the belt that long. Like, yeah. that's some, that's some Hogan, you know, Hogan like rainery shit. Yeah. Um, it, it, uh, yeah. So, I, I did not watch SmackDown this week. Um, I just couldn't do it. I refuse to be trolled by WWE. Like, you're not going to make Jinder Mahal the world champion and then put AJ Styles and Nakamura together. Like, we don't want to fucking see them wrestle. Like, <laughs> like you're not doing this to me. Um, but with that said, um, I was in, uh, you know, just going around the internet the last couple of days. Um, I, I actually do want to debut a theory, James, that I have about this Jinder Mahal thing. Um, before we get to what our show is going to be today, I was going to make a column out of it, but I just like, I'm so swamped and recording music at the moment and, you know, just doing some things. I'm just going to do it here now. Um, James, do you ever debate about Tupac and Allen Iverson with people? <laughs> no, not in, not, not, not in like public and airshot of people. Like I won't be at like, 
the Starbucks sparking up a conversation about Tupac or or, or Iverson. No. And I feel like, like y'all, yeah. But I no. feel and I feel like suddenly Jinder Mahal has there were always two people that you don't debate about because it's not actually about them. Mm-hmm. Apparently, we found the third uh, with this whole Jinder Mahal thing. It's you know I feel like it is um, an undercurrent that has emerged as a backlash to the Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, the indie faster like kind of New Japan style, and the fans like that they found someone to represent a change from the style that either they weren't into or. Or we're down to just the very hardest of the hardcore WWE fans that will defend anything they do at all costs. It's one of the two. Like, me, I grew up a Kobe Bryant fan and a Biggie fan. And, you know, and, mm-hmm. and while I'm debating this stuff, like, you know, these Tupac, you know, these Kobe, like, those are the contemporaries, like Kobe Iverson, Biggie Tupac. You realize right. you're not talking about the same things. Like, you know, right. like, like I'm debating Tupac and, you know, Iverson, the rapper and the basketball player, they're de- debating their love for the person. And I feel like right. with, with Jinder Mahal, people found an avatar for their own resentment towards what wrestling is turning into. Um, they, they went ahead and just disregarded all historical precedent and even recent memory of them. Uh, they sacrificed pretty much every chapter in a logical story. Uh, pretty much to be like, I told you to, to eh, I'm, I'm tripping, to be like, I told you so to people they perceive to be smarts, even when they're just as big of smart as anyone else. Um, like, with it, I feel like we ended up with, like, a toxic mix of a stale champion and enough of a rising tide of people wanting to take their wrestling back. You know, even if it came, you know, in the form of a career jobber, that they could pin every old school trope on uh, to defend them. That's my theory. So, so what you're saying, it sort of in theory, is like this is exactly what it sounds like, James. Well, at, at least, well, at least at least we haven't seen it yet. But like, let's say this gender thing continues along the path that most people that I respect opinions that I respect like see it, it going as like if this thing like continues to keep going and it keeps going at the same rate as going like people were going to keep tuning off in in the bigger bigger succession it's gonna be less popular it's gonna be it's gonna make the business standpoint worse like fans are gonna be more furious with the product and like ultimately people that like actually called for this or supported this are gonna be the ones that like have to eat it too kind of like you know people that didn't want didn't know what obamacare was when they voted for trump uh-huh. to repeal obamacare like something like that similar yeah like i, I mean Okay, I can I can sort of see that, but I mean, for me, if your whole thing is, you know, I can understand the prospect. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with the full sentiment, but I can understand your prop, your you know your sentiment is like, look, this Randy Orton thing has been an absolute abortion of a situation, and it needs to just be done with. Period. And like anything that gets it off of him and moved on to anybody else, anyone, uh, is a better alternative. I don't necessarily agree with that as a better alternative because like you know. Like you can make Shane champion if you wanted to. That'd, that'd be fucking stupid. <laughs> you do that. That'd be an alternative for Randy Orton. Um, right, right. But, um, you know, that's just... For me, ultimately, is like... I think we've gotten to, to a point where... Oh, also, I just hour, want to mention, James, but I'm going to cut you over real quick. I'm sorry. The, the ratings were two points up this week 
uh, the show uh-huh. after Backlash with him with the title. I feel like that's very easy to explain. I mean, if you do the most shocking thing since Brock Lesnar broke the streak and you put Nakamura and, and AJ in the main event as a tag team, I would assume, I would hope that the show would be up, you know, two ratings points from, you know, two-tenths of a ratings point from last week. Go ahead, James. Yeah, I... I, w- I, was, I was just talking about, like, um, I think the Go Home show was awful. Like, the, the, the rating for that was awful. Uh, like, I'm not putting all that on on, um, on gender because, like, there there's word and talk about, like, where these Raw ratings and SmackDown ratings are going to be, like, once football season starts back and they're going to be, like, below twos. Yep. So, like, if it's just precipitous drop, like, that's not something you can just necessarily blame on gender, right? Uh, but we do know that the tickets to Chicago, like, halted. Like, to sell those tickets halted the second they found out that he was going to be in the title match. Um, but I think I think we're at a weird point to where, like, the product, you know, with a three-hour raw and then the brand split and then, like, some of the booking decisions, especially after they, after the, the, the reshuffle of, of, of uh, chairs between Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania. Yep. Like, we're at a point where, like, the product is so bad that, like, gender ain't necessarily, like, the worst idea in the world. Like, if you're going to get a bad, like, before the before the gender thing, we were getting a bad, uh, a bad pay-per-view program for the title anyway. Like, what's, what's throwing out one, a bad one for another bad one with Bray Wyatt? You know what I mean? Like, What's really the difference other than, you know, Bray's been around or been built better? Like, it's still bad. You know what I mean? Uh, like, it's gotten to that, it, you know, it, to some people, it, it, you know, besides, if you're not in the order thing, you can also look at it as that. Like, it's just been so bad. And, like, what, di- what fucking difference does it make? At least now it's, like, not the same guys putting on bad TV. Right. They give um, an opportunity for somebody else to at least prove that they're going to also put on bad TV. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The, the, I feel like the, the WWE Championship has just been, you know, buried six feet deep and officially died uh, Sunday night. Um, <laughs> you know, based on, you know, what, what it was, you know, when AJ had it. And when AJ and Cena were at the Royal Rumble looking like they were fighting for, like, just the most prestigious championship and it, now it just seems like a belt that, you know, they just make a decision on. Even though it, it always is a belt they make a decision on. It at least doesn't seem like it, you know, and sometimes it's like, yeah, we just picked this guy. Like, like you remember, um, uh, you remember the movie Killer Season, right? I've only heard stuff like that you told me about Killer okay. Season. I've never watched Killer okay, Season. Okay, so... Like, so Cam Moss spin on little girls isn't really like something I want to like rewatch. Okay, so so okay, so Cameron at, at this point like he's like a basketball player and he's selling dope for you know the plug or whatever. So he goes to the plug and the plug basically say, hey man, you need to stop playing basketball. You ain't going to no NBA. Like they pick niggas for that shit. Like like pretty much they picking dudes for it's this politics. world title. Yes, they picking dudes for for this world title right now, man. Like it's just bad. Like yeah, <laughs> but um. I will say this. When's the last time? When was the last time before gender that it felt like instead of them like looking at their roster, being like these X number of guys are all could all be in the main event scene, so this person could get the belt? Like, when's the last time they they like went they went lower than that that list? I mean, Sheamus. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. 
That, James like, was nowhere near a main eventer when he won that one. Yeah, right. And I think that, like the, the the last Sheamus championship run and that I feel like is kind of comparable to Jim, Jim, uh, Gender, but at least he had a Money in the Bank briefcase, and it was like. Okay. At least he was already a Hall of Famer. Correct. <laughs> um, so uh, on the show here today, um, I, as I was alluding to earlier, I was you know in these different debates online. Uh, something came up this week, which I've always kind of respected, um, which is the Bret Hart uh, wrestler ranking system. It's the three, it's not a perfect you know uh, system by by any measure because you know there are different no. variables you have to take into account, right. but. I feel like it is a very honest rating system. Like if you if you do it with enough different guys, you'll find the truth somewhere, you know, in there. Yeah, it's something cool to look at. Like it's not the end all, the be all, because it's like you know it's obviously flawed because certain things to get guys over matter more than the other parts, and you know, in certain eras, things matter more than others. Um, so, like it's yeah, it's something to look at. Like it's like when you look at PER and basketball, it's like. Okay, you added up their shooting, like their true shooting. You added up their rebound rates. You added up their turnovers and their steals and their usage and your points. You're like, okay, that's cool to look at, but like that doesn't take into account like defense or you know or any of the other stuff that doesn't have a stat sheet attached to it. Right. And sometimes and and sometimes I feel like like a ten somewhere could even be like like it would break the scale in a different era. Like be like, all right. Had this person come along, you know, X amount of years earlier, but like their ten is really worth like a seventeen or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. But uh, yeah, we're, we're, what we're gonna do is go through the Raw and the SmackDown, and I guess we can look at the NXT roster, you know, a little bit, uh, and we'll try to fit the women in there too. Uh, and it, it, you know, we're going to try to do that as fairly and as objectively as possible. Uh, I think what we should do is I think we should do the women. I think. We should do the women in front of NXT because I'm more familiar with the women than, okay. uh, than NXT right now. Okay. Uh, so let's just start at the beginning with Monday Night Raw. Uh, we got Apollo Crews. Uh, and how we're doing this is look, Mike, work. That's all you guys have to remember. Look, Mike, work. And then, you know, the rating is, uh, you know, we're rating them from 1 to, or 0 to 10. You know, and. Are you. Go are you going to write these down? Yep. I'm writing them all down and then we're, I, I'm going to put them in the. Uh, uh, link for the show. All right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> with uh, with that said, like a thirty would be a, the literal perfect wrestler. Which, if you yeah. look up and down wrestle, wrestling history, you you normally don't see that, and you'd be shocked to see some of the guys be like, "Wow, maybe they're better than I thought." That are like you know covering all three bases. And also, like if you look at somebody with a long career, like say like Triple H, if you look at Triple H. From like 1998 to now, or even to 2014, like those numbers have gone up and down as his body has changed, as his mic skills have improved, as he's had to work less and he can focus more on, you know, like only having to work part time. So it does, so it does change for people's through the career. But we're trying to like, I guess, are we trying to use like the flashpoint they're at now, or like what they've done over like the last year? I would say like right now. Right now, okay. Yeah, I'll say right now. Since, since we here, you know, in 2017, let's talk about him right now. Uh, so let's start with Apollo Cruz, uh, first guy on the list. Uh, you know, when it comes to his look, uh, I, I would say you know he's a little bit short. 
you know, and and you got to kind of take that into effect with the look thing. But, you know, he is built like a fucking tank. So I'll give him an eight on his look. I'll give him a seven. So uh, with that, so James got it. In, how am I going to do this? Let's see. So eight and a seven. Okay, so why a seven? The height. The height. Like how, like, okay, who, how tall is he? Do you think he is? I don't think he's six feet. Is he taller than Dolph Ziggler? Yes. You think so? Barely. I'll go with seven on that. Um, His mic skills obviously have been a weakness for him. Uh, And he's, he's slowly getting to display that now he's he's turned heel and he's joined up with uh titus uh o'neill and it's kind of like you know lavar and lonzo you know which, which i i really enjoy uh but i'm do, i'm gonna go ahead and give him a three on the mic i'm gonna give him a one because he's been on the roster for a full year and i still don't i i like if i heard his voice i would not be like just by itself i would not be able to realize that's ty- that's that's Apollo Crews. So, so we'll, we'll average that into a two for his mic okay. work. And then for his, his ring work, I would say, like, you know, what what he's his capable of. His, his WWE ring work or his indie ring work? Oh, my gosh. There's a big difference. Yes, there's a big difference. I feel like Apollo Crews is one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen in my life, but we haven't seen that in WWE. Um, right. oh, is, as an in-ring worker, I'll probably give him, like, an eight. I'm right like there with indie, you. Like, indie. Indie. And then, like, he gets WWE, and I'll probably give him, like, a six. I, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Like, um, the – he just hasn't had the reps, you know, and, you know. So, Apollo Crews – He looks, taught him how to work. What's up? WWE got into the performance center and taught him how to work. <laughs> so, it looks like Crews ended up with a 15, which is, like, really low uh, on this scale. You imagine, which you guys will – Can you imagine if AJ – and went to the, the, uh, the performance center NXT. You imagine how, how bad he ever worked. How like how how like how many matches we would have not gotten had he had been. Thank God <laughs> that man came right to the main roster. Oh my gosh! Um, up next, the Big Show. Um, I, I guess as far as a look goes on that, I would say I would right say now, yeah. Got to give him at least eight. Yeah, I would go ahead and with a nine even because he's got you know. I, I mean. Yeah, hey. I'm giving him a nine on this. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like he's a seven, like, bro, seven foot saw, motherfucker. Saw, he, he's cock diesel right now. Yeah, like, bro, we all saw ninety five giant. Ninety five giant is a nine, right? Easily, right? And then uh, the Mike Big Show's always been able to talk. He hasn't really done much talking in this, you know, incarnation of himself. But you know, when Big Show can't has to talk, he will. So I'll go ahead and give him a seven for this one. Yep, same here. Um, and as far as the work, I'll go ahead and give him a a six. Um, you know, him and Strowman had did, did have two of the best matches on Monday Night Raw this year. But you know, I'm thinking the average Big Show match right now, you're probably getting a six out of him. Well, was, yeah, six. So I agree. So it looks like how's it, how are we? Uh, how do we agree that easily on Big Show? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so like nine to seven, so we got, uh, looks like we got 22 for Big Show. 
So, uh, Bo Dallas. Woo, look, this should be look, quick. And if Big Show became champion right now, I'd be done watching wrestling. He's a <laughs> like, bro, I'll never want to see Big Show be champion ever again. If I see another damn t- uh, heel or face turn from Big Show, I might be done. Wow. Uh, Bo I Dallas. Never- uh, look, I feel like his look is really bad. That's why they put him in those singlets. Uh, he's got the dreaded, like, like, he needs a paleo diet in a worse way. Or a different outfit. Which he got. I'm going to give him a five. I'm going to give him a five. For his okay, little. I'll give him a four then. I was, gonna give, I was thinking three or four. Well, so the I'll last one on the big show, like, I'll give you this one for the four for Bo Dallas then. Uh, so I did the nine. So on the mic, uh, Bo Dallas has kind of always been able to talk. We don't really get to see it much anymore. Um, so I'll go ahead and give him a six. Same here. Like he can talk and he doesn't stammer over himself and he's competent. Like he's competent with the mic, but at the same time, like he's never gotten anything over ever. So yeah. like um, six. And as far as his work goes, uh, I think as a guy, you know, you you're looking at you don't see a lot of reps and then the ability you you don't know about, but the pedigree is there. I'm gonna go ahead and give him a, a five on his work. Fine by me. So on this one, we're looking at 15 for Bo Dallas. So Bo Dallas, Apollo Crews, the same guy. Wow. So, like, it's funny. Some of the, these numbers, like, sometimes they'll come out the same, but they mean totally different things. Like, yes. <laughs> as yeah. you can see. Um, uh, up next, Braun Strowman. This should be interesting. Um, oh, God. I feel like Braun Strowman right now has a 10 in the look department. Even though, actually... I'm going to invoke a rule, invent a rule. If you have the ability to be a 10 and you're covering yourself up, you cannot be a 10. You have to be a 9. <laughs> is this going to be like is this going to be like the 1990 like 1992 or, or 1990 Macho King rule? Is that no, what it is? No, this is the Roman Reigns rule on the low. Wow. All right, nine, fine, fine by me, whatever. Like Braun Strowman's a, a like it, like he, they got the singlet top on him or whatever, but like he's a big brolic motherfucker. Like I mean, whatever. But um, as far as Mike work goes, I think he's been good in all the chance that he's he's been given from you know ever since the the calendar turn. So I'm gonna give him a six because it hasn't really been he has he's not putting people in the building, but that I'm not done with you stuff and, and just cutting those promos, the the simple promos, he's effective. Okay. So like, I don't know about you when it comes to him with his promos, but like for me, his promos are like, he, he, damn, do you, have you ever seen the the Simpsons? Uh, Um, do you watch Simpsons? Do you know enough about the Simpsons? Not too much. Not too much. Okay. So they have a bully um, in The Simpsons named Nelson. And he goes, he makes like clown people like, ah, or whatever. And he's like, he's basically a bully. Mm-hmm. And he's just a jerk. And like, when you take away the, the like the timbre of, of like the bass, the booming bass and, and Strowman's voice, and you just deliver, and you just focus on the delivery of it, like, he sounds like a like, fifth grade, sixth grade, like, jerky, loser, bully. I thought that like, would be... that's the delivery is given out as. I thought so, that would be I'm, Baron Corbin, but, I mean, whatever. <laughs> Cor- uh, Corbin's sort of on that thing, too, but they, like, let Corbin, like, say more than, like, 
two sentences at a time. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh, so I would I, I, I would say five ish. I would say five ish. Like it's effective, but like I don't know how he survives doing anything but what he's been doing. Right. Um. Like, he ain't right back on the mic. He ain't Rusev on the mic. Right. Uh, I'll give him a five for for his mic work because I don't think he's a train wreck, but he's certainly. Oh, he's not. He's certainly like like you can hand him the mic, and be like, all right, go out there for four or five minutes until we get somebody out there with you, and you guys can do yeah. whatever. Um, as far as right before he gets out, right before he spouts out the c word, competition. Yep, I need some competition. You know, what do we do for what do we do for ring skill? Uh, uh, I feel like Braun Strowman has been he's he's a contender for wrestler of the year at this point. Uh, What? Yes, for well for Ric Flair wrestler of the year, not not you know Shawn Michaels. You know, I feel like he's a Ric Flair wrestler of the year contender at the moment. Um. Braun Strowman. We're talking about in-ring skills right now, so what are we doing? I agree. So, on the in-ring skills, I'm going to go ahead and give him a six. Uh, I can't say he's better than the Big Show at this moment. I feel like he's exactly as equal, and then he may be a little bit quicker than the Big Show at this moment. I'm going to say five, because every Braun Strowman match has the same pattern. (laughs) I whoop on you, I run into something, I I give you an opportunity for a comeback, I cut you off. I whoop you some more. I either, you know, I do something stupid again by like running into something somehow, some way, and and then you spot your comeback, and then there's our match, and and, and then then we go through our we trade off uh, finishers or whatever. Like that's our big moves. Like that's that's his pattern. I'll give you the five on that. So it looks like we got nineteen for Strowman, twenty-two for Big Show. So Big Show is still better than Braun Strowman. Right now, um, this is gonna be interesting. Bray Wyatt, <laughs> One Nation Radio's favorite wrestler. <laughs> Alrighty, um, with Bray Wyatt, um, as far as the look goes, it's obvious he's a fat guy. Let's let's get that out the way. But I don't think it's detrimental to him. Same here. Um, I feel like his look, like it works for him, like with that gimmick, and you know. It, it doesn't hinder him in the ring at all. Like, he's still quick. He's still very agile and athletic and, you know, everything else. So, I'm going to give him a 7. He's fat, but he's fat, but no one thinks he's, like, he's a soft dude. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm going yeah. to give him a 7 for his look. Actually, right, no. Me. I take that back. I'm going to give him a 6 because I can't have Apollo Crews looking the way he looks and then say those are the same <laughs> thing. All right, fine. So, he's a 6. Um, <clears throat> this is where it'll be interesting. His mic work. I feel like Bray Wyatt could be one of the most talented talkers that this generation has. Unfortunately, we'll never yeah. find out. I give him a seven. He's really good at talking. They have him saying they have him saying bullshit. I've, I've, I've famously called him a mumble rapper on this show, and you know, in the Wrestling Square Circle uh, Facebook group. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm fine with the seven. Uh, and as far as the work goes, where are we at on the work, James? You call him a rapper. I think he's out here promoting. I think he's out here like really, really talking and really convincing people about some shit that don't even actually exist, like thug life. Anyway, big <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. Oh man. Uh, as far as his work goes, I mean Bray Wyatt. You know, on pay per view, there's something that happens in these matches, and it ain't good. Um, I don't know if that's a reflection of him as a worker. 
or if it's the situations he's being put in. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just give him a six. I was going to give him like a five or a six, so whatever. To go whatever you want to give him. I'll go with the six. So for Bray Wyatt, we are at 19, so exactly the same as Braun Strowman. Interesting. Brock Lesnar up next. This should be interesting. Um, on the look, I feel like his look is a ten. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, lo- he looks like the white. He looks like the Caucasian Incredible Hulk. Yep. <clears throat> um, on the mic, obviously he doesn't. He barely talks at all. But when he does, it's very effective. Um, he he does it so infrequently. However, I feel like we do have to penalize him. So I'm going to go ahead and give him a six on the mic. Fine by me. And this is where the controversy will come in. Uh, with the work for Brock Lesnar, James, I'm going to let you you decide this one. Okay. I'll give, him a, I'll give him a seven. Fine by me. Uh, uh, all right. So this, this, this is how I see it. I split the baby. When Brock Lesnar wants to work, he can have, like, he's a nine wrestler when he has his working shoes on. Uh-huh. When he wants to be out there and have those lazy matches, those are fives. So, gotcha. you know, from, that's how I split. <clears throat> from one extreme to the other, Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> the literal bottom of the company. Um, now that hey, man, is, are, we do, are we going to do every single wrestler on this show? Sure, roster? why not? We, we got we, we to get the zeros in there and the ones and twos where we can find them. All right, look, this is what I'm going to say. You don't have to pick a sample because, look, we're at 28 minutes on the podcast now, or damn near 29 minutes. We'll be here all fucking day. Yeah, that's so. true. That's true. Um, so, 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 <laughs> so, so, so let's do a do not raid for uh, Kurt Hawkins. Unfortunately, you won't qualify, bro. Uh, okay, yeah, that's what we can do. You have to get at least a 15 to qualify. If, if we look at your name, we'd be like, oh, hell no, ain't no way a 15. We don't rate you. Okay. Kurt. I don't think there's that many 15s on the roster. I think you need to up that to like. All right, Curtis Axel. Okay, that okay. I understand you're in alphabetical order, so that that hits you by happenstance. But all right, keep going. Darren Young. See you're alphabetical order. Keep going. What's next? Dean Ambrose. See, all right, uh, okay. Which is interesting. <sighs> boy, boy. Um, because the last. Two or three weeks, Ambrose has been a hell of a wrestler in the ring. And I don't know what sparked it, but maybe he's hearing everybody, like, kind of talking about him. I would say seven for his work, for his ring work. Oh, we're on the look first. Okay, uh, look, he might. He's a big guy, but he's a small guy at the same time. Dean Ambrose is tall, man. I (laughs) I would say he's probably, like, seven body... Yeah, I'm probably saying it's like seven body. I'm gonna go seven body, and then I'm gonna go nine on the mic because his body, his body has changed. Like his body was so, his physique was so much better. Like as a shield guy, when he wore all the stuff, no, or like, or no, like about a year ago, uh-huh. like his body changed for some weird reason. I don't. I mean, whatever. <clears throat> uh, so I say seven. I'm gonna um, go ahead and. Talk- uh, on the on the talk game on the talk game, I'm gonna give Dean Ambrose a nine because 
when he's not given the wacky shit to work with, like how him and Ziggler were going back and forth, like at SummerSlam last year, and you know everything he he did with Cena after that, and you know moving into I don't really remember what was after that, but I think I think that he is. Uh, oh, the Ellsworth stuff. Then the Ellsworth stuff transitioned to the Miz stuff. Then the Miz stuff transitioned into him being thrown into the Baron Corbin thing, and now he's back in with Miz. With the, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Mike Wise, you know, they have him do goofy shit, but like he's doing it to the best of his abilities. And like even me and my most cynical wishing that he was doing something better. Like I still chuckle from time to time when he does some of that, some of that um that that campy stuff. Right. So. I'm going to say, you know, I gave Bray Wyatt, like, him and Bray Wyatt, I put on that same level, like, they are good enough to, like, get over pretty much anything you feed them, but, like, I wish you would give them better stuff. So, um, but I think they give, I think they give Ambrose more, like, better stuff consistently than than Bray, so I'm going to give him seven. Okay, so in that case, we'll round it to an eight. Um, As far as his work goes, where we at on the work? Because I feel like he's really stepped his game up uh, since since after WrestleMania, and Ambrose it has never really had the rep of being a great wrestler. Although he's had a lot of great matches, which is which is strange. Well, I mean, I mean that's what they that's like the stuff that he's always said about Foley. Like Foley couldn't work, and you look up and like, why does Foley have so many like matches everybody remembers? Right, right. <clears throat> And then people think, oh, well, because he was doing those crazy-ass bumps. It's like, well, there was psychology in those matches. It was just like, it wasn't like Rock was throwing his ass off of the off of that damn scaffolding thing um, at Royal Rumble all the time before, like, bash his head in with a million hit chair shots. Right. Or it wasn't like the whole entire match was, <laughs> you know, was thumbtacks. Uh, I, I'm tempted to go with an eight for Ambrose here because we know we can bring I, in a big match. And then, you know, on TV, I think he's one of the best TV wrestlers that we have. See, my, my thing was this, right? If we were going to say before WrestleMania 32, like, I would have said eight. And then if you had told me, like, from that period through, like, to where we are now, like, without the AJ Styles matches, I would have said, like, a six, seven-ish, but, like, now that you tell me that he's back on track, I'm, 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 I feel like I can give him the eight again. Yeah. Um, so, with Ambrose, that will come out to a 23, which is tied. Finish show's going to hate that score. You know, Finish show think that man's like a, a three in the ring. So <laughs> That man is tied with Brock Lesnar for the lead right now you know, on, our, on our list, which is amazing. Um, the Drifter. Too new to really um, to really rate properly, but he did have a good match with Dean Ambrose. And I've never seen Drifter wrestle on TV before. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, like he he was much more impressive than I thought he was. Um, up next, uh, Finn Balor, which should be mm. should be interesting. <laughs> Alrighty, so when it comes to the look, the mic, and the work for Finn Balor, um, on the look, I'm going to get, go ahead and give him. <sighs> I mean, this dude's that shredded and all that, but he's just small. I think the height. What did we get? What do we give Apollo Cruz in the physique category? We gave him a seven. 
All right, so I, I okay. Well, I would give Finn a seven or eight then. I'm tempted to go with an eight because that dude's like shredded to the gills. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking the same thing too. Um, and then uh, on the mic, I feel like this is where the real struggle for Balor is. Um, he had his first like kind of real um, test with him in there with Heyman, and it, the segment went well. That being said, I feel like there is a lot more to explore with him. Is um, you know. I don't know if people really know who Finn Balor is yet. Um, okay. Well, my question is this. Like, Remember, Seth Finn, Rollins completely his... out, outclassed him last year, too. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Yeah, Seth did kill him. Um, all right, so when it comes to, to like people like Sheamus or um, Becky or Finn, how much... Of, or anybody else with access, whether it's been Del Rio or the past or Kalisto, how much of it is like their ability to actually get over what they're trying to get over or their accent getting in the way? I think it's different in every situation. Uh, That's true. But with Finn, I feel like his accent isn't so much of a detriment because so many people like him and they're just like, all right, come on, Finn. Like, we, we're rooting for you, you know? <laughs> so, so go ahead and just tell us. So I'm going to go ahead and, and give him a six uh, for, for his talking. Um, you know, you could, you could argue a five as well uh, because there's just not enough there yet. But, yeah, I'll go with a five instead, actually. Well, okay, so if I'm just going to go off of, like, the, the – the segment he gave against Miz on Miz TV of like a month ago, uh-huh. I would I would give like he's competent. I I just think I think he just needs more you know reps, um, more reps with his character on TV with the mic in his hand. Uh, so I I would say six. Okay. So five, six, six. I'll give you that one, and then like for me, six is just like you're competent. Right. Like, I think he's competent. Now, here's where the controversy begins. Work. Um, when you watch Finn Balor, I don't think there are a whole lot of moves there. But he tends to have great matches. Uh, or good matches. Uh, personally, I don't know if there's something, there's anything really that he does better than Sami Zayn. You know, except look better than him. Um, oh, no, I don't think anybody would think. But I think but Sami... Sammy for me would be a ten in the ring, right? And I don't think Balor's quite on that level. Like when Paul Heyman called him the best in ring performer in WWE, I like scoffed at Heyman. Like it was absolutely ridiculous. I would ridiculous. say eight. Is eight fine? I feel like eight is fair for him. Okay. Because he is a super worker and is all right. D- let's not get that twisted. But I you do know, like. Yeah, yeah, I give him eight. So Balor ends up with a twenty-two. On our on our like scale, like we can't forget, like that dude was like a one, like a one person, like symbol of hope <laughs> on that <laughs> on that first episode of Raw after the brand split. Yeah, like he after that draft, like he was a one person symbol of hope, and then he's separate, and he he separated his shoulder and or tore a rotator cuff, and now it is where we're at. I, I don't know if you you you've caught wind of this yet, James, but Goldust is back. I heard. Goldust turned heel on our Actually, you told me. Yes, and it was phenomenal. And then this past week on Raw, he had the old 1996 face paint, and he's back in the director chair. Yes, we're getting full nostalgia Goldust out here. <laughs> so so he's, back in the, he's back with the gold and white. 
uh, he like the gold and black, but is like around the lips, and then the face is mostly gold. What's his body suit look like now? We, we haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, we haven't seen it. It was just a vignette. So, um, I don't know how y'all feel about Goldust, but I think he's like on that list with Undertaker as far as like greatest gimmicks ever. Uh, you know, just one tier below that. But um, for look, bro, it's been happening since 1995, and it's still here. Right, but like his gimmick was the fact that like baby faces are beating him, beating him up because he's gay or he's or he's sexually like ambiguous. So people are so people are like homophobes and they're beating him up. Remember how badly he beat, awesome. he beat uh, Razor Ramon beat him in the snow. <laughs> that, was a hate crime. That? that was a hate crime. <laughs> that was a hate crime. <laughs> oh my god! All right, um, Gold Dust. His look. Man, he he, he wears a bodysuit. Um, that's always going to be a strike against him. But he has come in in so much better shape. Like, he lost all that, you know, a ton of weight coming back in 2013. And yeah. I feel like his look should be like a 7 in that case because, like, he's in excellent physical condition for his age right now. I think you forget how tall Goldust is. Too. Right. He's, he's like 6. He's like right up there, right underneath Orton. Maybe a little taller, yeah. even. I think he might be the same height, maybe taller. So I'm going to go ahead and give him a 7 on his look. Uh, Goldust on the mic in the Goldust persona. I mean, Goldust is a good talker. I don't see, because they had him do a lot of whack shit, though. Like, so I'm really, like, when they had him doing the stutter thing, remember that? Yeah. That was really whack. Look, that was really whack. But what about but Book, like, what book, about book Dust? Yeah, I was about to say, but Book Dust was hilarious. Book Dust was, was like, the funniest thing ever. Uh, then all the yeah, stuff man, he did like, when he came back, like, you know, with, with the whole rehiring thing, like, and, you know, he hasn't got a lot of reps lately, so I feel like we have to take that in mind, too, but he is about to, they're about to turn the heat back up on Goldust and let him do his thing, so I feel like we kind of got to reflect that, too, you know, for, like, three months down the line when we listen to this and be like, wow, Goldust, the Intercontinental Champion again, you know? <laughs> uh, that That's my own personal storyline for him, but... I'm going to go ahead and give Goldust another 7 on this. I mean, I can't argue with you. I've seen him be I've seen him give 7 uh level quality before on the mic. I've seen him do it before. Bro. Like all Goldust has to do is get one of the bro. funniest things that's ever happened in my that I've ever seen. Bro, all Goldust has to do is get a 6 from either one of us and he's going to get a 20. <laughs> on the work. So for for his in-ring work? Yes. Oh, he's definitely better than six. He's like a seven at least. Yep. Like, dude, Goldust, Goldust and Cody Rose is one of the best tag teams we've seen since we've, like, watched wrestling again since 2011. I'm like, giving him a easy, seven. They're, they're easy one. Okay. I'm giving there, seven across five, the board. Listen. Listen. Have there been five t- tag teams better than uh, than Code Dust? <sighs> Let's see. The Usos. Yes, New Day and Shield. New Day and, and Shield. Team Hell No. Team Hell No. I mean, on the main roster only, you're saying? I'm just talking about, like, top acts. Like, the top acts WWE has ever, have had over the last six, seven Oh, they're there. Seven, I feel like they're there. Yeah. Unless we're forgetting somebody. I mean, you know, the Hardys now, but, I mean, it's a little different. Um, oh, bro. Some, like, okay, I understand they came back for that ladder match. Has, like, in that in that Samsara match, um, at last time, was, was, or that or Shane's Zara match was pretty good but like it wasn't nearly as good as like that that uh shield and um right like for their jobs match for right. the belts and that's just incredible right um 
Uh, and a couple of other guys we skipped. We skipped the revival. Like they're, it's just too early uh, to really yeah. rate those guys properly. Uh, we only be, we'd only be judging those guys off of NXT. Um, Enzo Amore. Why don't we do Enzo? Fuck. All right. Forgot about Enzo. I had a I had All an right. older list pulled up. Okay. Alrighty. So yeah. Oh yeah. Goldust ended up Let's with twenty one. 21 for okay. Goldust, which puts him in third place right now, just behind Finn You're... Balor and tied for the top, which is insane. Okay. We still got some more Joe and, and, and you know, and Seth and, and Roman. Like, it's a, like, we're talking about a Hall of Famer. So, you know, what are we, you know, what are yeah. we really doing? Yeah. Like, that's why Big Show got such a high score. Right. Um, Enzo Amore. Let's do it, James. Three for seat. So, on his look, three. Three, he's short. He covers up his body. He has that taco meat. His hair looks a fucking mess. <laughs> I know it's part. I know it's part of the gimmick, but nah, man. Oh my gosh! All right, um, mic work. Got to give him like a nine or a ten. You have to. He's an incredible talker. Fine. Work. Yeah, like that's yeah, like you're begrudged. I'm trying to do this like objectively. Like he okay. has an awful yeah. body. He's an awful in the ring, but he's a great. He's a great talker. Okay, work. And he's damn near, he's damn near transcendent. Hey, his work two. It's better than me. I only gave him one. All right. I mean, I ain't got no argument. Look, hey, bro. We saw uh, what? What was Jeremy's uh, wrestling name? Uh, John Juris. John Jarrett, but who's he? Who's he wrestling in, uh, uh, in, in that? In that? Maybe camp? maybe Chris Rise. Yeah, and, and like a untrained wrestler, I've better match than anything I've seen Enzo do. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I I will go ahead and give him one no- because that man stunk up like that man had that thing with Cesaro that one time on Raw where he had to jump over the top rope himself. That was terrible. He's getting one. Yeah. Also, you got to keep in mind. When you do the uh, the oh thing, right? Oh my god, Enzo so, didn't get a fifteen. <laughs> so guys, so guys, 15. when we talk about like the Jeremy match, when we talk about Jeremy's had a better had put on a better match than Enzo's ever put on. Not keeping account, this match was a match that wasn't in a ring. It didn't have it didn't have ring ropes or and uh, they had ring posts, but they were really just like things they stepped on and jumped off of. Jeremy, who's co-host on this show, who, who guest host on this show from time to time. Has put on better match than Enzo. It's under those circumstances. What up, Jeremy? BWB, top guys, top talent. You know, uh, Enzo ended up with a fourteen, which is by far the lowest. Um, Heath Slater, yes or no? Do you want to do it? I don't want to do that. I didn't want to do Enzo either. All right, Callisto. I feel like he's terrible. No. Uh, the legend, Mark Henry. Bless his heart. Okay. Uh, Mark, I give Mark Henry for a body of seven. I'm right there with you. Um, on the mic, I feel like Mark Henry is a nine on the mic. I'll give him an eight. So, we'll just do the 8.5 there. I'm not trying to do decimals, but whatever. Um, work, I feel like his work, uh, you know, he's, he's not the same guy that, you know, he was back in the Hall of Pain years, and, you know, he slowed significantly, so I'm going to go ahead and give him a five. What do we give Strowman? A five. 
What do we give Big Show? Six. Five point five sounds about right, but I can't really do that. You give him a five or a six, whatever one you gave him. We'll do the five. So he looks like he is. <laughs> You're gonna laugh. <laughs> Probably like third or top. Bro, like he's that. a twenty point five still. Yeah, that's amazing. I do. Paul Payne was amazing. Yeah. Um, his, his like his run at the title against John Cena was amazing. Was even more amazing. So you know, I like right. like, bro, that match he did with Big Show the second time they ever tore down the ring with Big Show. Yeah. Like that match was better. That match was better than the Strowman shit. Right. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, let's do Jeff Hardy. Oh, fuck. I feel like his look is a six, because, you know, he's just the same skinny guy he always was, but older now, so, like, less, like, mass on him, and they make him cover up and wear them shirts. Um, Mike, I mean, Jeff Hardy on the mic, really? What, What do we have? You, you know what you got. What we got, James? You know what you got. What we got? You got all that broken shit to go by, go off of. Isn't that what you said? Isn't that what you said? <laughs> Bro, I feel like Jeff. I feel, I feel like we have to penalize. I feel like we have to penalize Jeff here. I'm gonna go ahead and give him a four. Give him a five. Give him a five. Uh, yeah, I'll give him a five because Sierra will come through this mic and kill me. Um, <laughs> um, uh, the work, I feel like you got to give Jeff a nine because he's still ridiculously, he's he's insane. He'll do anything in the ring, puts on good matches. Okay. I got a question. Yeah. Since he's came back, I saw one. Has he landed a second senton right yet? He's finally starting to get it. All right. I'll give him an eight. Actually, no, I can't do that. You think he's a better wrestler in the ring than, like, than uh, uh, Finn Balor, who we gave an eight to? No, let's give him an eight. Let's let's make him even. They're about even at this point. What? You think they're in the same class? (sighs) By themselves in a match. Not no tag teams. Bro, Jeff Hardy can come out there and main event right now, I feel like. You think he's in the ring as good as, as Finn Balor right now in 2017? Uh, give him a seven, man. Yeah, I give him a seven. I, I give him a seven. Give him I, a seven. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to break the internet or anything. Um, give him a seven, old Matt, Matt Hardy, old uh, Jeff Hardy, old ass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's see. We got twelve I, here, and we got the six. So Jeff Hardy ended up with an eighteen. On that, uh, Matt. Get it? Finna go out here and have that man Willow the Wisp be out here rating as a 23 fucking with you. <laughs> Willow. <laughs> All right, Matt Hardy. Um, look, Mike work. <laughs> oh, this is it's just going to be so funny. Um, Matt Hardy, as far as the look, that man looks absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Jeff okay. are in the same boat on the look. You ever watch X Men? The no, movie, no. the movies. Not, I know. Fuck. Okay, so there was a uh, okay in the movies at least, right? Like there is a character. There's a mutant named Rogue, 
And her thing is, if she touches anybody, she absorbs their life source and their power, right? right. So, like, let's say you are a person that can control electricity or control the weather, like uh, like storm. If she touches her, she will be able to control the, the storm or to control the weather as well. Right. So, she absorbed uh, somebody's powers to save the world at the end of the, of the, of the first one, and in doing so, she developed. As a as a teenager, she developed with this brown hair. She developed this gigantic white, like silver streak down her side. Yep, bro. She so like in my mind when I see Matt Hardy now, I think it like a cross between Frederick Douglass and Rogue. With God the damn it! Like just, <laughs> just Look, like cross racial uh, references. Those are always amazing. <laughs> bro, like how like how does this white person like have hair like this with a streak down their shit? Like I don't know. Like did he? It, it, he looks like an old man that got struck. That he's like an old man that, like years, decades ago, got struck by lightning. That's what wow. Like, he looks so fucked up. Get at me. Get at me at a six. That yeah, I like, give him a six. I, you know, I give him a six. Um, okay. Yeah. I, on the mic, broken brilliance is amazing. Unfortunately, we haven't ten. seen it in WWE. Ten. He's a ten. ten. Yes, he's a ten. No, give a ten. Yep. Ten. That's the first. That's the second ten. Ten we've given out, or third ten we've given out. Uh, we gave Enzo a ten, and we also gave Lesnar a ten for his look. Um, the- anybody come up with some brilliant, with some simple-minded, brilliant shit like that? Like, bro, that man is <laughs> simple. You know, every time I talk about simple-minded, simple-minded genius, people, that man is look. That man is an R. Kelly of wrestling. <laughs> but that's broken. But that broken shit. Oh my gosh! All right, um, and, and as far as the work goes, I, I I always just saw Matt as a competent wrestler, so I'll go ahead and yeah. give him a, a five on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that brings Matt to a tw- a twenty one, right there with gold dust. It's amazing when you got one skill, man. It's, it's amazing when you got one skill. Hey, it it matters. All right, we're at fifty two minutes, man. All right, man. Let, let, let's start flying through these then. <laughs> All right, um, the Miz. Start picking the top talent. All right, so the, the Miz. Uh, I feel like his look. I feel like Miz. Like he looks. He's the. He has a perfect look for a wrestler. He's like well cut. Uh, you know, he is tall. Like he's not an overly big guy, but you I know, give him a seven. He's like. I'll go with. He's, he's like seven. He's seven. He's like seven and a half. Yeah. He's like 7.5. So let's go with that. Mike, 10, obviously. Um, yeah. Miz has just been electric on the mic. Uh, no, 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 no. I think he should be a 6. You idiot. Like, no, give him a 10. Right. Look, uh, this is just also one other time I want to tell uh, stat guy Greg, who now follows me on Twitter, um, that I was right about the Miz, bro. Like, <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, and as far as his work, I, I think we saw Miz's best year as a wrestler this past year. And I'm yeah. willing to give him a seven. You think so? I, I, I'm confident. Every time Miz goes in the ring, like in a big situation, I feel like now we're going to get something good. I think he's good with the storytelling, but like the actual mechanics of the actual work when I mean, he throws those punches. Yeah, I mean, hmm. yeah, you know, like you want to give I, him a six point five. I yeah, give him six point five. All right, but I don't feel comfortable giving him an actual seven. All right, so we got the seven point five, the six point five, and the ten. So we are at, that's an 8, that is a 7, drop that. Miz is at 24 right now. Yeah. 
I mean, he's one of. The, I mean, TV, you know, right. segment per segment, he's one of the yeah, best. Yeah. He's one of the top guys in the company. Let me use the calculator because I'm just like looking at it. Those decimals throw me off sometimes. Seven point. It's twenty four. Oh, uh, twenty four. Just my double check. Yeah, twenty four. Wow, Miz is the highest rated guy. So far, yeah. So far. Uh, we still haven't gotten AJ or Kevin Owens yet, so. Yep. No, our truth. Let's go Roman Reigns. <sighs> That's going to be a good one. Now, um, Roman Reigns, I'm invoking that Roman Reigns rule. If you look like that and you cover yourself up, I cannot give you a 10. I just won't do it. Um, All right, fine, I'll be, give him a 9. Yeah, he's a 9. Um, as far as the mic goes, I feel like Roman Reigns is a 7 on the mic. They still won't hand him the mic, but when they do, he tends to figure it out. But at the same time, there's just like there's something missing. I still have PS. I still have a uh, PST. I'm sorry, PTSD from uh, from suffering succotash. The glare and the gl- and the glaring. Yeah, I just, all right. Let's give him I, a six. Give I give, give him a six. Like, all right. Uh, Roman Reigns, his work in the ring. I'm going to shock everyone. I'm giving Roman Reigns a nine when it comes to the work. I give him an eight. So we'll go with the eight. eight. We'll go with the eight point five there. Um, So we're looking at fifteen. And I'm probably being I'm probably being stingy, saying that like that man just had like literally a four star match with Braun fucking Strowman. Yeah, give him a nine. Whatever, give him a nine. So that brings Roman to I I, twenty four. I, I, I hope I don't lose my underground cred. <laughs> um, that, that that brings him to twenty four, which is tied with the Miz for the top uh, spot at the moment. Ooh, people ain't gonna like that, that shit. Crazy, doesn't it? Yep, people ain't gonna like that shit. <laughs> but here's the thing: the Miz and Roman say, Reigns. Like, bro, here's the thing, though: if we could combine, like, if we could combine, like, if we could put Miz's mouth on. On Roman Reigns, like we could, we could like have our own mint to print money. Yeah, we have all the money. <laughs> I mean, uh, like the next guy, uh, just... Samoa Joe. Mm, okay, I feel like I, I, I'm gonna give him a six on his look. Uh, which is the, really? the same uh, that we gave Bray Wyatt because I don't feel like his look detracts from anything. Like, he looks like a big, tough son of a bitch, like, and, you know, he's a little okay, heavy, so, but, you know. Okay, so when I see Kevin Owens and I see Bray Wyatt, I think those guys is fat guys that can whoop your ass. When I look at Samoa Joe, I see a fat guy that will whoop your ass. So, I get, <laughs> like, I give him a, it's, it's, it's a little different. It's like, it's like, yeah, that dude big, but you might, you know, da 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 da. Like, you see Samoa Joe, you're like, bro, you ain't fuck, ain't nothing fucking with that dude. Like, it, who don't, don't, t- don't mess with him. No one, uh, no one, yeah, none. so I, I give him a seven. I'll give you that. Um, as far as his mic skills, Samoa Joe, I feel like he's, he's done very well and, Pretty much every time he's been given the mic in the sit down interviews with Michael Cole and you know I like everything else. Or that one a lot. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give him a seven on the mic just because I like to see more um, yeah. from him. Uh, mm-hmm. I like I like how he basically is like playing. I like his character. He's almost like some type of mafioso type. Like he, he's a hitman and he's like serving his clientele. Right. Like at least from you know from you know 
after, like after WrestleMania, that's what I, you know, I, I actually like that that point of view. Like that's the actual character I can believe in. Like I'm not necessarily a good guy. I'm not necessarily a bad guy. I just do what I, I'm getting paid to do. This it's almost like he's almost like a hound of justice. Like he's a mercenary. Right. I, I, like I like that. It's kind of cool. Now is in ring work. Uh, I feel like if this was Samoa Joe ten years ago, it would be a lot higher. I don't think Samoa Joe yep. is in his prime anymore, as far as a worker in the ring. So I'm going to go ahead and give him a. And this is, you know, he's still one of the better workers. It looks like on our chart. So I'm just going to give him a seven. Who who has gotten sevens in our? Uh, Jeff Hardy, Goldust, Lesnar. Uh, Miz got a six point five. Reigns got a nine, so he's still like in the. And Ambrose got an eight, and Balor got an eight. I give him eight. I think I think he's every bit as good as like as Ambrose in the ring. Like I just like the variety of matches he can give out. Like there's a level of physicality he can give in his matches that like I mean we haven't seen that yet on WWE, but like just from NXT, like like I know you weren't the biggest fan. I'm like as a person that never saw him before and never saw any of his previous stuff. Like I. Like I can absolutely buy Joe like giving you like a Brock Lesnar-ish type match, like mm-hmm. a good, like one of those good Brock Lesnar matches. So, like, bet- like between the stuff he did with with, with Nakamura and the stuff like in like the Dallas pay per view uh, t- uh, takeover match he did with Finn, uh-huh. like if not for that blood stop, all the blood stoppages, and that match was incredible. Uh, with that, Samoa Joe ends up. Well, I'll go ahead and, and see that eight yeah. to you. Uh, that one yeah, ends also, up twenty two. Also, I really like. I also like his first pay per view, his first takeover match with uh with Corbin. I really like that match right. with Corbin. Seth Rollins, <laughs> oh, a man that's struggling uh, to find himself as a babyface, uh, you know, as of late. Uh, he's starting to starting to spin the wheels a little bit. But um, as far as the look goes, I feel like uh, with Rollins look like he is, you know, he's not called CrossFit Jesus for uh, no reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, CFJ has always been, you know, he, he's not the biggest guy. Well, now he kind of is. If you look at Seth Rollins right now, then you look at him. I saw a picture like he's no longer like super shredded, but, he, but he's like mm-hmm. larger, but Both still here. like yeah. cut at the same time. Uh, so I give him a nine. I'm gonna give yeah, I'm gonna give him a, a nine as well. Like because you like, know if he, he is crossing Jesus. Like, like you get that nickname, like you're up there. Like <laughs> he's stupid. Um. Uh, as far as his mic work, um, now as a babyface, he's, he's he's struggled to tap into something. He's up and down, you know. It, it just doesn't quite. I still think he's a better talker than Reigns. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give him a seven. Yeah, same here. And on the work scale, Seth Rollins of 2017 is not Seth Rollins of 2015, who is not Seth Rollins of 2013. Um, you know, and there's not that much of a big difference between 13 and 15, but 17 is just 2015. Seth Rollins was so raw in the ring, man. Yes, I, I when, it, when uh, I was on Chad's show, I, I compared it to like a pitcher, like who used to pitch like 99, who now pitches like 94. Like, <laughs> like it's a kind of a big drop, but not really in the grand scheme of things. Like because you come up with you know your off speed pitches and everything else, which which is step, Seth is like learning to do. Um, in that respect, he was a he, he was a ten as recently as like the draft last year, uh, and yeah, 
you know, and if he's gone down, I think it's only to a nine. Yeah, I'll give him a nine. Like, I'm not counting on Seth Rollins. Like, that match he had with, like, that match he had with Triple H was perfectly, like, that match was, like, it it wasn't appropriate, but in another world, like, that match is, like, great in a different different time and place. Mm Mm-hmm. So Rollins ends up with 25. He's the new leader. Um, Titus O'Neil, we're not doing that. Uh, sorry, Dave. Um, <laughs> although Titus would get a 9 or 10 from me on the mic. But um, Sheamus. Oof. And Cesaro. Um, right gotta give him a 9 for the body. Yeah, he's fucking jacked and huge and definitely unique. Um, yeah. <clears throat> on the mic, Sheamus has never been an elite talker, but he's never been bad either. So I'm going to go ahead and give him a, a, a 6.5. How about that? Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, when it comes to, to the work, he's always been one of the better big men wrestlers. I've always enjoyed using him in the video games because he had a very unique move set. He hits hard, you know, even to his detriment sometimes. He, you know, he'll hit you, you know. So I, I think we do have to take a little, you know, we have to acknowledge that there. Uh, with the work, I'm going to go ahead and give Sheamus a 7. Fine about me. So with that, um, Sheamus goes to a 22.5, which is just over Samoa Joe. Uh, Cesaro. So when it comes to the look, I mean, I think he has a, a amazing look for a wrestler. Like, he's 6'5". He's a 9 or a 10. Yeah. <laughs> um. Like he's everything. Like he's everything Seth Rollins is, except he's in a bigger package of being taller. I think his look, like he's not. I don't think he's gender like a ten. But I think he's a nine. He's right there. Okay, how much of a difference is he then? Okay, is Randy Orton still a ten in your eyes? No. Was Randy? Oh, Randy Orton like four years ago was a ten in your eyes? Correct. How much different is uh, Cesaro than than Randy Orton in two thousand? 14. <clears throat> I feel or like 15. Randy Orton was a little bit more swole, but I I don't know. Cesaro is, is I'm I know he's ridiculously he's strong. Let's, right. let's go 9.5. How about that? Okay, yeah, all right. Okay. Um Mike, Cesaro is not as bad of a talker as people would like to claim him to be. I give him a 6. They don't give him enough time, but like when he's done stuff, he's been competent and work um 10. So 10. <laughs> Um, do you do you realize what we just done, James? We just gave him like a twenty six or twenty five and a half. Yes, not, dude, he's incredible. Like, bro, every yes. single time, dude. There have been very, very, very few like people that have been more dependable, like as a as a viewer for WWE television over the years than Cesaro has been. Like, remember when Cesaro first came in as US US champion, yes, doing all like we knew that man was wrong. in the yodeling. Remember how we thought he was awful, and, uh, and, t- and he, he got rid of that real quick. No, like we knew that man was raw in the ring, but everything else just wasn't clicking. And then once no, he got like, rid of that, at least for me, when I first saw him, all I saw, I didn't see him getting the ring like wrestling. I only saw him at, I, and I wasn't hip to his, you know, Claudio Castagnoli Ring of Honor stuff. I only saw him as Antonio Cesaro doing the U.S. stuff, and then all of a sudden, like it took maybe like. A month or two, and then you see him roster, you're like, holy shit, he's incredible. Yeah. 
Uh, we just, yeah, the, the Bret Hart Wrestle Scale will reward the looks, the talks, and the mic. Like, when in a package, like, it's, this is unbelievable. Like, when, when I sat down to, you know, come up with this concept, like, I didn't think Cesaro would be a 20, like, I didn't even picture, like, that 25.5 would be there, which is, you know, I gave Bret Hart a 25. You know, so to see someone like better than that, like, and then, you know, looking where he's been used, it's just, there's a huge disconnect. Yeah. Yes. Very huge. Um, and the thing is, like, whenever they know they need to get somebody over, though, they'll throw them out there to put on the show for somebody. Right. To make them look great. All right. Let's go to the I, I want to see them. I want to see him fight AJ Styles so badly. That Yes. That would be so awesome. Uh, let's go to SmackDown, guys. Uh, we're we're going to fly through these as much as possible so we can get into the second half of our discussion. We've got... We're at, a, we're at an hour and seven. Well, they locked in. <laughs> um, so right now we got... Uh, we're not going to do Aiden English. Let's go right to AJ Styles. Right to the top. To the 10 up, as yeah. they say. Um, <laughs> AJ Styles. Uh, when it comes to a look... Uh, He's he's short, obviously. Um, right. He is shredded, and he's maintaining that physique while pushing forty, which is always impressive. See, I the would height. say either eight or seven and a half. I, I think you gotta give him seven and a half, just because like he doesn't okay. like he, he he's not, he ain't Finn, right? Yeah. Mike uh, on the mic. People un- unfairly assumed AJ couldn't talk. And then he's got to be at least an eight. Something. He started hitting John Cena with that ether that made his soul burn slow. Um, and then he also started giving Dean Ambrose that work. Then he also started giving Shane McMahon that work. Right. My favorite promo of the year. My favorite promo of the year is the is the whole like Bret Hart. I'm not getting gaslighted on promoter again. Still to this day, like still this year. So like obviously most people will say like John Cena taking off on AJ, but for me. Or, or John Cena taking off on Miz either either time, but for me, like, it was that one because it's like, he got over such a bad fucking feud and program. Like, yeah, so for me, I would say at least an eight. And then on the the work, I feel like uh, it, it goes without saying, like, we might have to give that man an 11. Like, <laughs> yeah, crank it up to 11. Final tap. Crank it to 11. Yes, we broke. <laughs> no, nah, give him we, a 10. We, we, we were about to break the scale for AJ Styles out here. Um, yeah. So it looks like AJ got a 25.5 as well. So the same thing as Cesaro. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. You know, one guy has been WWE World Champion uh, in the last year, and the other guy's been buried in this tag division. Like, who? <laughs> you know, the, you know, the person that's gonna come up with the highest greatest might end up being Kevin Owens, right? Now I'm thinking about it. Ooh. Might end up being Kevin Owens. We'll see. Um, Baron Corbin. This is gonna be interesting. Ooh, okay, but since he started wearing the shirt, I feel like his looks improved, but I can't get over right. the hair. The hair. Yeah, same here. Um, I oh, we give him an eight or a seven. I'm giving him a seven for that because, like, he's a big guy, but he doesn't come off as a monster to me for some reason. Right? He's just tall. He's, he's, he's like he's tall, he's man. Really? <laughs> <laughs> he's really tall, man. He's tall, man. Um, yeah, because like he's not he's not nearly as imposing as obviously he's nearly as imposing as like Strowman or even Luke Harper. Right. Oh wow, we skipped big cast. Well, we'll we'll come back to it. Uh, nope. Look, look. 
only thing you have is a huge body score and being like, and his body's not what it was like when he first got to the main roster. So no, nah, I don't think he'd even get. He wouldn't even get a twenty. Um, so back Especially to counting their ring work, hell no. Back, back to Corbin on the mic. Um, I think he always he comes equipped with like a, a one liner or two, but when, when you up, start, Dean. yep, when you start hearing his voice, his voice is completely like, "We don't believe you. You need more people." Yes. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and, and give him uh, a four. Like he's one of those dudes that like, like if you like, I don't know why this happened. Like if you had to like talk shit to somebody over the phone, you you'd be like, yo, oh look, bitch, I whoop your ass, and then like you show up to the park, and he finna whoop your ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> because how big he is. So yeah, like he he don't sound no kind of tough. Uh, no kind of tough. Right. Um, on the work scale, um, I feel like Corbin when you get him in there with a good guy, he he's on that. He won't fuck it up. Uh, with that said, I'll go ahead and give him that, you know, I don't think he's any worse than Bray Wyatt in the ring, that that being said. Um, especially with his size and his speed and his agility. Uh, so I'll go ahead and give him a six. Yeah, that's fine by me. He's competent in the ring. Like, I feel like he moves, yeah, like, yeah. Like, in my, he this is the second five, year, right? Yeah, this is the second year of his yeah. career. So, I mean, it's not like he has, like, like he's gold dust or anything, where he has like twenty years of work to fall back on, um, yeah. and so that brings Corbin to a seventeen, which is kind of on the lower tier of the scale. But I mean, he's still a work in progress. And that's um, also because he has a gaping hole for Mike Wall for Mike work, right? You know, like, <laughs> like that's if, what if, if he can get that. Like I think out of all things, he can improve. Like that's pretty much his area of opportunity. And if he can get that to like a seven, like. You know, we're talking about... He world, has a lot of room for growth. We're talking about a Definitely. world champion, probably. Um, and also, think, think about it. Like, if they presented him a particular in, in different ways, he could, he could like, boost that top score of maybe one or two points. And he could... And, like, given, like, his athletic ability in the ring for his given his size, like, in his experience level, he could... Like, you could see him, like, getting a lot better in the ring. Like, I think that's the thing that could jump for him the most is his ring work mm. over so, the next, like, two years. So Biggie, okay, is interesting. Um, um, when it comes to the look, he's short, but he's a fucking monster and like a powerhouse. Um, I'm right there with you. Uh, it, it's pretty pretty much the Finn Balor conundrum. Um, when it comes to the mic work, I feel like Biggie has been the you know aside from Xavier Woods, like I you know I don't think he's necessarily like like he's not John Cena on the mic, but he's like extremely charismatic and. The only thing I, I would say about Biggie is I don't get the feeling like and you know I know he's a baby face, but I haven't heard that that I'll kick your ass promo. Like and I really want to hear that from him and see what it sounds like. Do you I think, think he has I, I that? I think that's him? like, I, yeah, but I think that's after New Day or whatever else or whatever you know. Uh huh. So I'm gonna so give I, him a seven on the mic. Okay. And the work. Um, he's a big guy. Does impressive, you know, moves in the ring. Like, he, he definitely has mastered the art of a tag team match at this point in his role in doing so. Um, I'm going to... I, and I would put him just a nudge behind Bray Wyatt, like, as a worker. Um, so really? If, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I give him a 5.5 on the work. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. Like I think he, I think he's a way better wrestler than Bronner than uh, Corbin. Like I, I would have gave him a seven. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, in the middle, that would be about a. Let's go with the six then. So right. Biggie ended up with. Like he's also like one thing for me is like if you want to be in a tag team like if if you it's one thing to just be in a tag team and have and you know and like when you when you're asked upon and it's called for you to do it you can have a really really good um or even a blowaway tag match but like it's another thing when it's like you're right. every single night like they were allowing you to have your hot tag to get over the crowd and like he was able to do it like so I mean it's a small sample size but like. For a tag wrestler, I would give him a seven as a ring ring worker. So right now with the eight seven and six, uh, Biggie ended up with a twenty one. Um, we're gonna skip over Chad Gable and, and Jason Jordan because they've just been yeah. buried up six feet deep. Uh, Chris Jericho. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So Jericho now or Jericho then? Yeah, right. Uh, Chris Jericho, two thousand seventeen. So. It, it it was a it was an evolving uh, deal with Jericho. I feel like his look like he, obviously he's kind of you know he's he's like forty six forty seven. There's only so much he can do to kind of fight you know father time as far as his look. So I'll go with a five on the look. Wow, what do we give Miz? A seven point five. Give Jericho a seven. Why? All right. Who's, who are sevens and who are sixes? You tell me Chris Jericho and Apollo Crews are the same same uh same guy. No, but Jericho's not like five foot eight or five ten. Jericho's like five five what? Jericho's like nine. six foot. Ain't no way. That Jericho's man's five nine. But my dog my dog Y two J is six foot yeah, in, the right. lifts, okay? yeah, in the lifts. Yeah. In the lifts. In the lifts. Oh Lord. Alright, fine, give him a six. All right, let's give him a six. Um, on the mic, I feel like yeah, give him a ten. Um, yep. And on the work, he he wasn't you know the Chris Jericho of old. He's just old Chris Jericho at this point. But that being <laughs> said, <laughs> That's so mean. that being said, sorry Jericho, uh, I think he pulled it together at the end um, and and you know turned what could have been like a five into like a seven. Okay, I agree. And with that said, Jericho's a 23. <laughs> Which is still really damn good. Was it like, was he like, what, now, 26 years, 27 years in the business? Yes. Yes. Still uh, elite. Yeah, still elite. Ziggler. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> eight, can we give him eight and a half on the body? Uh, I'd rather give him a nine on the body. Okay. All right. Nine on the oh, body, he, like I mean, the dude's been shredded, like he's a fucking forever. Yes. He's like, I remember when WWE did a uh, like a male they did a, wrestler. They did a list of like best physiques in the history of WWE, and like he was number two behind only Rick Rude. Right, that's that's insane. Yeah. Oh man, um, Mike. The only reason why I get only reason why I wanted to give him a disc uh, like a, a lawyer's number on the, on the look is because you know that man dyes himself all sorts of different colors yeah. outside of what his actual skin tone is from time to time. Right. Sometimes that man will be red or, or orange or or you know. So I'll you know. Bro, like it depends. Bro, like on the mic, Ziggler. Um, 
It all depends. It all, it all depends. Sometimes that man will be a 10. Sometimes that man will come out there and do that Nakamura promo, uh, which was I like a two. Like, <laughs> or, or, or sometimes that man will be out here kicking uh, green screen. He'll be super kicking green screens. Yeah. Um, I feel like we got to give, we got to kind of, I give him a 7.5. He, okay. I give him a 7.5. You don't think, okay, what do we give Bray Wyatt? We gave Bray Wyatt a seven. I would much rather have Dolph Ziggler sell me on a match than Bray Wyatt. What do we give Ambrose? We gave Ambrose an eight. Seven point five is appropriate then. Yeah. See that, and that's a little bit of that truth that we were talking about that makes it come come out in these things. Uh, and now on the in ring work. <sighs> I don't know if this is a testament to. WWE booking him like just to be the ultimate loser, but. The what, bro? Like when Dolph Ziggler hits all his moves, nobody believes him anymore, at all. Really? Nobody. I never got the sentence. Like I don't know if it was just because it was Nakamura's debut, but like whenever he hits his moves, it's just like you know none of them are going to work, and it just kind of throws off the match a little bit. But that being said, Ziggler is still elite. Like in the ring, you know, even though he's like thirty six or whatever, um, he's. One of the best of this era. I feel like you gotta give him an eight at least. Like he's as good as Finn Balor. I think that Finn Balor can reach special special moments uh, better. I think he can reach like match of the year quality matches uh, at a higher clip than Ziggler can. But like, there's something to be said for like. The quality of opponent and the quality of match you can you consistently bring out like every single week. So like I would say they're almost equals, except like if you say like I need somebody to reach back and give me a ninety-eight mile per hour fastball, I'm going to Finn will get it for me. But yeah, their 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 pitch performance is pretty much the same. So yeah, I would say I would say eight. Yeah, eight. Finn so, Shell's head is probably exploding right now. Yep. Um. What up, Dave? Uh. So that was seventeen plus seven. So we're looking at twenty. Five and then no, that's twenty four. Twenty four point five for Ziggler. Ooh, that's very high. Guy, and, yeah, and that's a guy that they and that's also like the same thing that goes on with the Cesaro thing. Is like, look at these guys' numbers and what we've seen them do like at different points, and then look at how underutilized they are. Unbelievable. Um, <clears throat> let's go to the current WWE champion, Jinder Mahal. Um, I, I kind of gave away this rating on social media already, but, um, obviously I feel like his look is a 10, like the man's like, regardless of, you know, what you may suspect, you know, anybody, we weren't there. Uh, I can only go what I'm looking at on screen. Personally, I don't give a I fuck. I don't care if he's on PD, right? <laughs> so 10. <laughs> yeah, he's a 10. No question right now. Um, his mic, I feel like he's a four. Uh, the promos are just very wooden. He's saying the same thing every single week. If... We played the tapes back to back to back to back. I would be proven correct. Um, I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going um, to. Like I'm deferring to you on that fully. So uh, you say four and four. And as far as the work goes, he went. He managed to have bad matches with Cesaro, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, Balor. Finn Balor, and Randy Orton consecutively. That's five guys. Um. You know, if, if it's not three stars of my eyes, it's bad. I give it a 2.75. Uh, 
his match with Orton. So, sounds like we're dealing with a three or a four here. Um, For him being competent in the ring, I'm going to go ahead and go with the four. So, Jinder would be at 18, which is one step above Baron Corbin, one step behind Braun Strowman. Okay. Um, John Cena. This should be interesting. We about to piss some people off. Um, He about to get a perfect score. (laughs) Seriously, is he about to get a perfect score? He about to get a 30, bro. Yes. Give him, yeah, 30. Perfect perfect physique. Perfect physique. Perfect talker. One of the all-time greatest physiques ever. Um, One of the all-time greatest talkers of any and all eras. And at this point now in his career, one of the best workers, one of the guaranteed, like, Best matches you're going to get. Is he a yeah, nine? Is he a nine or ten? Is he a nine or ten on the work? Because of the awkwardness. Like, um, bro, I'm giving him a ten. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> but the thing, the thing is this though, right? Like, what was the last big pay per view match that wasn't like great that he had? Take away the Del Rio match that it was a write off match essentially. Like, so that doesn't yeah. count. Um. Yeah, man. Like, Cena's that dude. Like, <laughs> and you know, yeah, you know, folks want to, you know, they they want to say what they say, but I think, like, think, like, think about it like this, right? So, the open challenge was 2015. Yep. He misses the first. He misses the beginning of a, a 16 because he tore his rotator cuff. Does all the raw um, show AJ. He, he has a great feud with AJ. Um, he has he, he, he's in one of the greatest eliminated chamber matches of all time. He's in one of the best TV matches of the year so far. And a Royal and a Rumble threat match on SmackDown. And a Royal Rumble match with AJ. Yeah, the Royal Rumble match was the match of the year. Yeah, bro. John Cena's a thirty. He's a nine. He's like he's a nine and a half or a ten. He might be. I think he's a perfect thirty. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem giving giving him a perfect thirty. Which uh, yeah, like, you know, obviously, you know, part-timer, da-da-da-da, has so much pull, he can do whatever he wants to in the ring. But, like, I'm not ju- – like, I don't – That ain't for us to really judge. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm skipping over Kane just because he's not, you know, ever around. Um, Kevin yeah, Owens. Yeah, Kevin Owens. Okay. Um – what did I give Samoa Joe? The, what did I give uh, Samoa Joe? And what did I give uh, Bray Wyatt for the bodies? So on the body, we gave Samoa Joe a seven. Uh, Bray Wyatt was a six. All right, so either a six or so a six or a six and a half. Let's go six and a half. Um. But wait, what? Okay, so what are we doing there? Is, is his body actually like markedly better than like? Than Braze or no? Actually, no. His his body is not better than Braze. Like, if anything, they're they're the same or Braze better. I will say he did. Uh... Is he still is he still in better shape than he was when he like la- like at the end of last year or no? It's tough to tell. They're making them wear suits right, now. Six. Whatever. So, we're yeah. getting stuck on his six. Yeah. Um, as far as the mic work goes, I feel like he's just like he's he's 
of the top tier talkers in WWE. When yeah. you look at what he could, what he did as far as carrying the Universal Title for that whole time and selling those feuds and uh, you know talking to Goldberg, cutting those promos against Goldberg, and when you knew he had no shot and, <laughs> and making them sound yeah. like decent, and then the Jericho storylines and everything he's done with Sami yeah. Zayn over the years, like. I would go with a 9.5 or a 9 at the worst. I, I was thinking no way he's lower than anything but a 9. I was thinking whether he's a 10 or not. Uh, give, him a, give him a 9.5. And then in the ring, I'll defer to you on this one. Um, I mean, if, on a night-in, night-out basis... If I were to say, can you name five guys on main roster that are that are better in ring workers than than Owens? I'll probably say I can't come up with them than with five. Um, he's got to be at at least he's got to be a nine or, or higher. Like I don't know if you want to go. I'm not, I don't. Th- I'll get. I'll say nine. Nine. I'll say nine or nine and a half. So with that being said, so we got the fifteen there, and we've got that ten right there, which would have been twenty five. But you take away that point five, so Owens is looking at twenty four point five. Uh, that tie was Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro is twenty five point five. Okay. Um, huh? Really? Yep. Like, Does get, that sound right to you? Does that seem right to you? I mean, it's really close. So, <laughs> and I know it's really close, but it's really. So, clo- where does that put him? Is that put him behind AJ Cesaro and in in um, Cena? Yeah, but better than Brock, uh, Ambrose, and or Brock and Ambrose and Big Show in Samoa Joe. Where is uh, Roman? No, Roman? Oh yeah, and Roman. Roman's twenty four. Okay. All right. Um. Luke Harper. Um, this is going to be tough. Uh, Luke, perpetually underrated. Um, yeah. As far as the look goes, I feel like he's so unique, but he's a fucking physical monster. Like, he's cut, yeah. shredded, all that stuff, but he, he wears the, the shit. Like, his look just isn't, like, you know. Uh, I feel like we kind of have to, you know, add that in. So, I'll go ahead and give him a 7.5 for his look. That's that what I was thinking. Um, as far as his mic skills go, uh, I mean, Luke's always been straight in small doses, but there's it, just not enough evidence there, so I'm going to go ahead and give him a 5.5. 5. Um, I'll go ahead and, with the work, oh man, Luke's always been a great worker. He might be a 9. Yeah. He might be a 9. He might be a 9. He might be a 8.5. I'll go ahead and give him the 9 since we point five him twice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the So it looks like he is... So that's 13. We got 14. 9. Wow. Luke's 23. Right Dude, with Brock Lesnar. That's, that's amazing. The thing. But that's the thing. Another underutilized guy that we all think is incredible. Like yep. and when you see him in all the in like the minimal doses you get, you're like, why in the hell do is this guy not getting more TV time? Right. Um, Kofi Kingston, a little bit, 
not not the Kofi that he was back in like 2011 as far as being a freak and everything. Still a super athlete and everything. Um, as far as the look goes, uh, uh, I would go with probably like a six on the look. A six? Six point five. How much smaller is he than like Finn Balor? Isn't he bigger than Finn Balor? I think he's bigger than Finn Balor. Okay. He's got that so, whole deal with the chest, though. That's just like... Okay, but the thing is, he's every bit as ripped... Okay, so I'm going to get to that. He's every bit as ripped as Finn Balor while being probably bigger than Finn, but he has the, the, the weird chest thing. So, I would say that you have to say that, like, you have to... He has to be a 7.5-ish, or 7. You've talked me into 7. Um... On the mic, I think Kofi's shown a lot more of the New Day than anybody ever thought he had um, in that. Hey, be, fun, be honest with you, like, this New Day thing may, got him into the Hall of Fame. Like, he was missing, he was missing like, another act of his career. Uh-huh. Like, besides being, like, the secondary belt guy and the tag team guy, like, of just being the same I never thought about Kofi like that. Somebody else. But then, like, the New Day thing gave him, like, a, a certifiable act where he's not, like, He's floundering as a Mick Carter guy by himself, but when you had to throw him in the tag team with a CM Punk, uh, an ascending star like CM Punk, is now like this is now like a part of his act of like when you, whenever you know, year like five, six, seven years from now when he's in the WWE Hall of Fame, either with the New Day or as himself, yeah, like it will, it will talk about all of that. Hmm. Uh, with the mic skills, I feel like we got to give him a seven in that case, like just because yeah. like he started he. he it was like he started in a hole that he had to dig himself out of. <laughs> yeah. Um, we would watch him wrestle with, like, Air Boom, and you'd be like, how's he not any guy? And then you'd be like, do y'all ever see, like, the stuff he did with Randy Orton? And you're like, and then you're like, nah. And then you watch the YouTube video of that man, like, throwing that bucket um, on that on that, on that, uh, on that stock car, and that shit bounced back up in his face, and you're like, oh, that's why he never became a superstar. Yeah. Stuff like that happened to him. Oh, man. Um, and then his in-ring work. I, I've always been very impressed with Kofi. I'm going to give him an 8 yeah. on the in-ring work. Same here. Um, I agree. Uh, with Kofi, so that will go ahead and give him a 22. So, Biggie, 21. Kofi, 22. I mean, if you're going to put those guys together in a tag team, two 20 guys, it's probably going to work hey, you out. Wonder how to- yeah, you wonder how they became like the most over tag team, like or the or one of the three most over tag teams of the last six years. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at the list. There's only I feel like three more guys to really go through. Um, okay. On here, uh, one of them being Rusev. <sighs> Ooh, yeah. Um, Rusev. Okay. I feel like. When it comes to, like, the bigger guys and everything that are in that Samoa Joe, Bray Wyatt, Kevin Owens class, he's the best out of them all, like, as far as the look-wise. Because it's like, he's, he's Well, I wouldn't even consider small. him fat. I would just consider he's him not, wide as the refrigerator. Not. Yes, he's, he's wide. He's like the refrigerator that dropped on Randy Orton. He's got the... Well, I was thinking more of my ode to Rusev. Yes. You know, build like a refrigerator and yep. squeeze the life out of you like a boa constrictor. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I would give him, like, a seven and a half. I was going to give him an 8. Do, do whatever you want to yeah. do, man. Uh, uh, when it comes to the mic, uh, Rusev, I'll defer to you on that one. I've always been entertained by him. I, <coughs> Even when I you were wondering what the hell he, 
was going on as far as the nationalist thing. Like you look at the stuff that they've given like Russo over the years and the stuff that it, like he always out he always out kicks the coverage. Like he always does better than you expect him to do given what he's been given. So like I would say you got to give him like a seven, seven and a half maybe. We'll go with the seven on that. Um, I, like when it when it comes to the work, like that man's like at a fifteen right now. Um, when it comes to the work, Russo's always been a. Like, from the second he came in the company, he was ready to be a heavyweight-style uh, main eventer that could work with bigger and smaller guys and, you know, strong guys like John Cena, like, in in the match not be terrible. Like, it was like, wow, Cena versus Rusev, and it's like, yeah, that's, that's probably, you're probably going to get three and a half stars from them, like, you know, four if things really go well. I, w- I would say, like, a seven. I'm right there with you. Um, Rusev is wow, very impressive on our on our scale. Twenty three for uh, old Rus. Actually, no, twenty two. I take that back. Twenty two for old Rus. Um, <clears throat> Sami Zayn, uh, Caleb, cover your ears. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right. Now there are. I've seen people say Sami Zayn looks. Like an absolute disaster. I've seen people say Sami Zayn looks like a cab driver. I've seen people say Sami Zayn doesn't look like he goes to the gym, which is absolutely ridiculous because he still shows a six pack. Um, Don't you like? Don't like? What are these abs with the hair that I like? I can see abs and he has chest hair. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Who are these people? And he's not short. Trolls. Like he's Um, six. Like he's six foot. He's six foot six foot one. Easy. Easy. Um, as far as the look, I'm going to go with a, like, I don't think he's, um, I don't think he's any worse than Kofi. I don't think he's, I think he's better than Jericho. I don't think he's really that much worse than Styles. Let's go with a seven on the look. Okay. Um, mic work, I think this is another place where I think people will Dude, bang on Sami Zayn. That man's every time he is counted on to do mic work, he knocks it out of the fucking park. Every time. He's eight for me. Every time. The Chris Jericho thing w- that we were there live for was awesome with, with Kevin Owens yep. in the ring. The Braun Strowman Mick Foley angle, awesome. Yep. That thing that leaked on WWE.com uh, where he was closing uh, the show with Kevin Owens in Canada where he's talking to his hometown like just amazing. Like, it was like, he's a fucking so, superstar well, waiting to the, be unleashed. The Sami Zayn thing, like, right before uh, he got jumped out on by Samoa Joe, um, after Samoa Joe did his sit-down thing and he basically buried uh, Sami and Sami came back up for him, that was cool before he got jumped, too. Like, Sami Zayn's really, really good at this wrestling thing. Really, really, really <laughs> good. Like, really, 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 really fucking good at this thing. I would give him an eight, at least an eight. Yeah, and then when it comes to the work, I think he's right there ten. with anybody in the company. Um, ten. He's a ten. And, ten. You know. The only person I think, the only people I think on a consistent basis, like, given time better than him, is Cesaro or Cesaro and AJ. That's it. Like, not Finn, not even Seth. Yeah. And keep in mind, like, I remember, I thought Seth was going to become, like, the next big thing, like, given, like, what he was doing as a heel, if he just got a chance to do it as a face. 
like given like that little bit of time we had with baby with like the baby face shield. Yeah. I thought he, I thought he's gonna be like the next Shawn Michael, literally. Yeah. So, uh, and the last guy, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, let me let me add that up. Twenty five for Sami Zayn. Jeez. <laughs> People are going to be banging their computers in anger. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand how you like you watch these things on the on a, like you know you watch these things on a consistent level, and you be like, all right, for and what this guy has you're shown, unimpressed. huh? I don't understand how you're unimpressed by Sami Zayn. No, but I'm saying like I don't understand how like I can see you being like, yeah, you might want to take it down a notch or two, but like I don't think like someone can see Sami Zayn's like based on how we're rating all these guys. Be like, yeah, you rate him at twenty five, and he really should be at twenty. Like, I don't, I don't see that. Right. But I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Uh, like people will say he can't talk and he doesn't look good, but I don't, I don't agree. But I have these examples I can just right. I can, like literally go on YouTube and send to you and be like, no, you're wrong. No, right. you're wrong. No, you're right. wrong. Right. Like um, if you want to disagree on his body, like that's a you know, like how much are you gonna disagree on? Like I can see a dude's abs and he's six foot tall. <laughs> like, like, are you not? Are not or, like, what do you like? Are you not? Like, do you just hate gingers? Yeah. Is that your thing? You hate gingers. Um, the last one is going to be Shinsuke Nakamura that we're going to um, end up rating. Um, when it comes to his look, I think you know when you look at the jackets and everything else. I mean, he's not this overly jacked dude. Um, he's more in the sense of like an MMA fighter, like, where he doesn't look jacked, but he'll still kick your ass, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> with his look, like, you know, like I said, like, he doesn't have, like, he's not shredded or anything, but I feel like him and Zayn are, like, comparable in a sense. Really? You don't think he's close to, like, Jericho? Well, Jericho's a 6, and then Zayn's a 7, so, I mean, if you want to go 6.5, you know. Alright, yeah. That's right. right in there. But, like, you know, he has the aesthetic, like, and I don't think I've said this for anyone else on the list, like, the coolness goes into his look. Like, he doesn't need yeah. to be this big muscle motherfucker, like, <laughs> so. No, he doesn't. Um. And be out, look, that man be out here rotting. <laughs> and then he coming to the ring out here. <laughs> and then come to the ring out here. Millie you know, Rockin'. like a jewel, so. Like. Man be Millie Rockin' out there. Yeah. You know, um. Uh, mic work. I think this is the great unknown with Nagamura. Um, yep. It, 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 I don't even know how you even judge it. Right. And this is the flaw in the system because, you know, you if, it, if this was New Japan Pro Wrestling, right, and Shinsuke Nakamura was being required to talk in Japanese, I mean... This might be like a 9 or a 10. It could be like Already. a 9 or a 10. We have no idea. So, right. <clears throat> I feel like to proper... Like, say if it was a 10... We cut it in half and then, you know, accounted for scripted promos, memorizing the the language barrier, and then... And also the fact that they tell that man to cut promos with a mouthpiece in. Right. Um, I I don't think we can penalize him and say, yeah, you're a two or a three. You want to give him a four? I wanted to give him a five. Four or five. I wanted to give him a five. Okay. Like all right, five. Like because every every person that we that we said has been competent, we give it six or two, and we like us giving him a five and even saying he's competent. We're just like, we don't know. We're basically putting a question mark and a shoulder shrug next to it. Right. So yeah, I give him a five. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, as far as the work goes, I know he's capable of being a ten, 
And he's shown it in lots of big matches, but it just hasn't been the same as New Japan. That being said, New Japan Nakamura is probably over a 10. <laughs> you know, uh, like an 11. For NXT, for NXT, I'd give him... Jeez. I'd give him something approaching a 9. Yeah. Um, so, like, give him an 8.5, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if people are going to be mad. Like, like, have you seen Nakamura? Look, like, I'm mad. Like, like <laughs> 8.5? Really, dude? Like, I'm mad. Um... I'm you remember go- the match he had with Sami Zayn, like his first match on a in a WWE ring. That being said, I'm I'm going to give him a nine. I'm going to give him nine. A nine. Okay, yeah. um, because he's clear he's not the eleven that he was, but he's not like some type of seven or anything. You know, I, I mean, you know, I've been I was a lot higher on the Nakamura match, the Nakamura and Joe match than you were, a lot higher. So, uh-huh. like, you know. Um, so let's see where we're at with him. We got 11.5, we got a 21.5, I believe. So that's 14, 20.5, take that back. 20.5. So yeah, and then, you know, we'll see what the, what the English, uh, you know, goes and, you know, he's still got room. Uh, right. So, um... Yeah, that that was our unique take on. Uh, let me see. Let me go through it and just see if there's anyone that we skipped that was worth mentioning. I mean, there's Mojo Raleigh, there's the Usos. I mean, Eric Rowan, um, Aiden English. We didn't end up doing the women. Uh, I mean, we could try. We're an hour and we're an hour and forty three minutes into yeah, it, so we'll, we might have to come back yeah, later. We'll, we'll, we'll come back with uh, with that as a extra. Um, yeah, like we'll come back. Like we'll come back. Like I guess, like the, whenever we do the next time we do a mailbag, yeah. Like we'll come back and we'll do the we'll do the women in, in, in certain NXT tiers. Uh, and, and, oh yeah, the two hundred five live guys. If you're, in case you're wondering why we haven't uh, mentioned the King uh, Neville. Um, oh my God, Neville. Whew. So Neville would be. Do you want to just eight? do Neville? Do you want to just do Neville? Bro, Neville's, Neville's so far. Neville. Like, Neville might be the best wrestler in the company right now, regardless of weight class. So, all, all right, right Neville, Neville. Neville, what you get? What do you want to get for physique? Okay. Eight and a half? I, no. He's John Cena, but, like, f- four or five inches shorter. Um, <laughs> John Cena, yes. I feel like he's a nine in that case. Like, I, if we're going to penalize him for anything, it's the height, but he has the rest. This is what I'll say. I'll give him an eight and a half because, like, it's a Finn Balor thing, except he's even more shredded than Finn Balor. But he's also shorter. So I'll say eight and a half. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mike Skills. Since he's turned heel. I like his Mike Skills so much. He's such a jerk. Yep. He's such a jerk. And he's playing TJ Perkins like a fucking fiddle. Um, and then that be out there. And be out talking here, that I shit. Mean, and he he invented the phrase, bend the knee. Like, you yes. will bend the knee and, when you say And aside from that one time, like, that man be out here doing all this mic work with no shirts on, bro. That's yes. the ass to the aesthetic. Yes. Oh, man. Can um, we give him an eight? Yes, we sure can. Why not? Yeah. And uh, it, that was always been, you know, a prize in the ring. Like, he's been, like, phenomenal. Yeah. He might be a 10. I don't think he's AJ. Nine and a half? Nine and a half? Nine and a half. Uh, I'm right there. Okay. So we've got an 8.5. We've got we've got an 8. And we've got a 9.5. We add those up. 
when I see two decimals, it kind of fucks me up. Uh, plus 8.5. So 18. So Neville ended up at a 28, bro. A 28. Dude, Neville's incredible. Yes. Neville's incredible. Bro, essentially, if you remove John Cena, Neville's the best wrestler in the company. But that's the thing. Like, he's been given this opportunity on his own show, his own time to shine. Like, these other dudes don't get the time to shine. Like, who's the other guy in WWE who's allowed, who is, aside from, like, I guess, Strowman lately, who's the other guy that's allowed to be on top, be unbeatable, be, be allowed to go out and have these epic matches and still come out on top at the end while being a heel? Right. That doesn't, they never do that. Right. They never the like, closest thing you get to that is like AJ, like when he was beating on Ambrose before, like between the Cena uh, matches. Yeah. yeah. And that was in you know the AJ stuff was the best stuff on TV of the last year. Yeah. This is this is an interesting uh, list. So let's let's reflect on the list uh, momentarily. Let's let's find the the gems. John Cena. We gave a perfect score to, which is like if you would have told me this back in 2012, um, yeah. I would have been like. The fuck? Like, <laughs> if he had told me this in, if he had told me this in 2014, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Um, like, nah, bro, that man's still out here throwing these terrible punches. Like, uh, you look at someone like uh, Cesaro, who jumped, who was like pretty much the first guy that jumped off the board. Like, whoa, he's way higher than you know you would just imagine uh, with the 25.5. Uh, Seth Rollins with a 25 as well. Just like, yeah, I, I'm a 25 in my sleep. Like, on a, like, uh, you know, I've lost a step, quote-unquote, and got yeah. to 25. Um, Reigns at a, is sitting there at, 20, at a 24. And his big thing is being the look and the work. Um, his work for him, but the mics are glaring weakness. If he gets that yeah. together, shit. shit and he even gotta do that like if he like there's no shame in like being like a better version of Batista there's no shame in that right um like Batista's doing pretty fine if you've looked at the the box office lately right uh AJ Styles you know been the MVP the last year you know 25.5 uh yeah Neville 28 incredible incredible and I don't feel like I don't I don't feel that that is like a, a poor reflection of our list at all. Like <laughs> it's just not. Um, Ambrose uh, scored that twenty three being tied with Brock, which was kind of uh, interesting to me. Yeah, ironic. It's ironic too. And, and then you know, Christian one dude out here bust, One guy's out here. One guy's out here busting his ass every chance he gets, every opportunity he gets. The other guy, you know, you know, being lazy. Yep. Uh, General Mahal being that 18, not quite the worst, but hovering around there. Uh, what? Gen- how many? How many people are in front of him? Okay, Pre- all right. Let's go with how many people are behind him. <laughs> Jeff Hardy's tied. No, I mean, well, we didn't count everybody, so the, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of in front of him. Like everyone, on, he's the worst Every- on SmackDown. Oh no, no. Will you be fair? He's the second will worst be- on SmackDown. Okay. Well, you what, do you think it'd be fair to say that there's nobody that we counted on this list that that ended up um, like we're not omitted? Would you be fair, would it be? Would you think it'd be unfair or, or irresponsible to say that there's nobody that's on this list in front of him that like, or is there's nobody that we omitted that would end, that would have ended up in front of him? Um, I feel like we count everybody that would have been listed in front of him. Anyone that would have listed in front of him, I mean. 
if you're not doing doing cruiserweights, we didn't do Lou Gallows, Carl Anderson. We didn't do the Drifter. Yeah, I, I feel like we've done everyone that would be. Yes. Listed. Yeah. All right. So count. So count people that are in front of him. And are, are there twenty? Are there like fifteen people in front of him? Twenty? Yes. Yes. No question. So let's go. <laughs> let's go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. And that's just on Raw. Um, <laughs> and then on SmackDown, he's the second word. So we got 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27 guys ahead of Jinder Mahal. World champion. World champion. They deep, where they scraped from the bottom of the plate to get that man to the belt. Oh, oof, man. Um, yeah. Cesaro, yeah. or... Uh, Gender, champion before Cesaro or Sami Zayn. Unbelievable. Or Neville. Unbelievable. Oh, man. Uh, did you want to talk about these rappers real quick before we get uh, them out man, of here? Two, we're almost two hours in. All right, man. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. We'll wrap that in another show. One guy we forgot to rank on our list was the Viper, Randy Orton, the former WWE champion, 13-time champion, that is. Let me uh, get that correct. Um... When it comes to a look, I don't think the 2017 Randy Orton is, he's obviously not the 2011 Randy Orton, but he's still pretty damn good. Um, I'll give him a 8.5 on his look. That's fine by me. That's fine by me. Um, as far as his mic skills, ooh, um, <laughs> I don't think he's a bad talker or anything. He's not particularly exciting. I don't. Is think he competent? Yes, he's, yes, he's competent. So he, he's at least a six. You may You've be given competent six, so I'll give him a six. Yeah. Um, and then on his work, um, Randy Orton has been one of the best heavyweight wrestlers we've ever seen. I feel like. And yes, and he's and he also has. <laughs> and there's also been plenty of times where he has not given not a single solitary fuck. Yes. Also, and a lot of those times have happened this year. Um, <laughs> he's had he's had current. He's had the worst WWE Championship match since Hogan Andre um, <laughs> at WrestleMania. That can't be true. This has some this has some damn title matches. No, no, no. At WrestleMania, I said. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, he followed that up with a House of Horrors. Bro, Randy Orton's like the worst WWE. That was like the single worst WWE Championship reign ever. You win it. Oh you win it at that terrible WrestleMania match, right? Mm. You don't defend the belt, and then you fight in a House of Horrors match, right? Which is like minus five stars, and then <laughs> and then you you lose the belt to a fucking Jinder Mahal. You have to be the worst WWE champion ever. But he, but he got job though. So what? I mean, that's, K, that's kayfabe. I so what? Like, okay, so I don't I don't know what you want to do that. Like I saw that dude have I saw that dude tear house down with AJ Styles. Like you know, I saw that dude tear the house down with, with at Eliminate Chamber with, with Luke Harper too. He's an eight. So I don't know what you want to do with that. He's Those a, all, like Randy Orton's an eight. Huh? He's an eight. That sounds appropriate. Like I've seen that dude have too many good matches. You'd be like, that dude can't work. Like I, I just yeah. No, nah, it is also like <clears throat> there's also the thing where like he works a style that like has passed by. Mm-hmm. Like Seamus is a bit of a victim of this. Like if these dudes were thrown in the 1980s, we'd be talking about these dudes like how people talk about Arn Anderson. Hmm. Like I don't like. There's not like to me personally when I watch Randy Orton, like there's nothing technically 
like from a from a technical position of like wrestling that he does that like I don't understand like how you don't put him like as one of the great technicians of all time. Uh-huh. So with that being said, it looks like Randy Orton will get a twenty two point five, which is wow. fairly pedestrian. Uh, for somebody as good as he is, as yes. good as we've seen him be too. Like, uh, do you think that was a twenty-two wrestler we saw when he was out here wrestling uh, Daniel Bryan throughout two thousand thirteen? No. Was that like the guy that was out here carrying uh, with, along with uh, along with Daniel Bryan two thousand eleven was carrying SmackDown? Mind you, this isn't Prime Orton. I feel like right. It's not. It's not at all. Like we like think about it. like Randy Orton that or even you go back two years ago was like a ten physique. Yep. So ten physique, he was like you know probably a seven on the mic when he was doing those those shoot Randy Orton promos when he was just letting people have against it. Seth, yeah, against Seth, yeah, yeah. yeah Seth, I'm gonna make then. you my bitch. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you know the mic, the work was there, so he probably was a nine at that point. So it was probably like it was like ten, nine, seven. So he's probably like, you know it was at twenty five, twenty six. Excuse me. Um, yeah. Yeah, so and he's how old? He's thirty six now. Thirty seven. Oh, 37, Sorry. Yeah. Thirty seven. Look, thirty seven on the by all accounts, like a, a shoulder and neck that's due to pop that go out at any time in his career. By all accounts. <laughs> oh man! All right, now we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we thought we were out of here, but we realized we didn't talk about Randy Orton. Uh, that's it. Peace. We'll do Triple H while we're at it to make him mad. Oh my gosh. Yes, let's make him mad. Let's make him real mad. Alright. <laughs> Triple H. Alright. <clears throat> when it comes to the work. No, start in physique. Oh yeah, the physique. Oh yeah, he's a fucking ten. No no question. That's a ten. That's a ten. That is that is that is bro. Yes. Like, that's a fucking ten. Like, like bro, like I, I don't give a fuck what he's on. Like <laughs> in here. Um yeah, that's a ten. That when you see like, yo, that guy's somebody. Like, you know, <laughs> he might somebody. be. He might be. He might be somebody, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, when it comes to his in ring work, I feel like definitely age has gotten the Triple H. Uh, he's he's not an exciting wrestler at all, but he's definitely a cerebral wrestler. Wrestler, which is a nice way Te- of saying technician. boring. Yeah. Technician. Technician. He's going to... He's a thinking man's wrestler. He's going to beat someone exactly the way you, listening to this podcast, would attack someone. If you know they had a bad knee, you're probably going to kick him in the bad knee. And that's what Triple H does. And I think that's a sign of a good worker. Or a great worker. Like, like you know who I would like to see Triple H wrestle right now? Like, who? this current Triple H? I'd like to see him fight 89 Terry Funk. Just to see what that would look like. Just be like, all right, Terry Funk is hardcore as hell, right? Triple H is too, but, like, that man's, like, reformed, you know, now. But it's like, (laughs) there's that little... I don't do that no more. Right, there's, like, that little piece of him, and I feel like Terry Funk would drag it out of him. Um, Especially if he calls his mother a whore. Correct. Um, (laughs) um, When it comes to the wrestling, I think Triple H is, like, a seven right now. Um, He's not as good as he was. But if we're talking about prime Triple H, like year 2000 Triple H, you're probably talking about someone flirting around 28, 29. Yeah. Um, you know the crazy part is? Like, we did like we did this thought exercise like back during WrestleMania 14 or 30, and he was like damn near a 30 then. Right. 
Okay, oh, I skipped his mic work. Uh, I still yeah. think Triple is a 10 on the mic, personally. I, um, I give him a 9. So, 9.5. So, Triple H, 9.5. Uh, the work, 7. So, you're looking at, what we got to 17, 26.5. Unbelievable. That's still up there. Unbelievable. It's still way up there. Is that second, is that third place? Yeah, that's right behind, yeah, he's he, right above AJ Styles and Cesaro. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So, that'll wrap it up. We'll let y'all marinate on that. <laughs> They're going to hate that shit so much. Look, um, we're, we're talking about we may come back and do the Attitude Era next week uh, for oh this. Oh, my God. And, you know, never know. We could do WCW and different things like that. And, you know, let's just see see how it works. You know, you give everybody the old Bret Hart test and, um, and see where they fall. All we can Dude, do is talk about it. It's going to make me so frustrated, like, to think about, like, 96 Rey Mysterio and be like, yeah, that guy got a lower score than Roman Reigns. I'm going to be fucking furious. <laughs> but I can see it now. He's like, oh, yo, look, oh, look at that little piss on that dude. He, they threw him like a lawn dart. He's a five physique. You're like, but, and you're like, we let, they never let him talk. He's a six. Like, he's a, and then you go like, he's a two, you'll be like, he's a 21. Why? Wow, he's going to be in a 21. Like, oh you give him like, God. A five physique, six for talk. He, he probably was competent, but they love him talking. He's a ten in the ring, twenty-one. Wow. Below, below the reins. Unbelievable. Right there with Matt Hardy and Gold Dust. Yeah, that's fucking. Uh, man, cut this shit off. I don't want to talk about this no more. <laughs> this is what they should be doing, y'all. Peace. <laughs>